to the Till Death Do Us Watch podcast, where a married couple talks about TV. My name is May, and with me is my husband, John. <laughs> Doing okay there, John? Oh, I'm better now. Good! Thank See, you. You gotta let that aggression out. Whew. Gotta let the sadness out. I, I, I keep it in so much because we're married and you're supposed to just... <laughs> suffer silently but that felt really nice thank you good (laughs) i'm glad i could give you this space (laughs) okay everyone if you are joining us for the first time we are a married couple and we like to talk about tv and watch tv and all that fun stuff and right now we are re-watching dexter in preparation for season nine this fall so what we just did just now is we watched episode one of season five yeah, so you're introducing this to people for their first time listening. And I love the idea that someone like saw the podcast and was like, I love Dexter, but let's wait until they get to season five. <laughs> That's where it really takes off. <laughs> That's right. Everyone knows. Every Dexter fan knows. Season five is where it's at. Well, maybe they weren't watching for season five. Maybe they're here because it's our 50th episode. Hey, that's right. Happy 50th episode, honey. Hello. Hello. <laughs> That's good. But yeah, we got a little bit to talk about all the aftermath from some bathtub murders. Oh, yes. We have a lot to talk about. So you want to dive on in? Oh, please. Let's dive on in. Okay. So yes, this was episode one of season five entitled My Bad. My Bad. Very uh, appropriate title. I really like it a lot. Oh, so good. So we open on Dex and Harrison outside as the police show up. And Dex is talking to himself, and he reveals that he's killed 67 people. Woof! Yeah, not bad. That's a lot. I would have liked to have guessed before. Like, I wish he had stopped and looked at the camera and said, all right, so here's a multiple choice question, (laughs) but it's fine. It's 67. Yeah, that is a shit ton of people. Yeah, we're going to take a shot on the 69th kill. (laughs) But yeah, no, it turns out, of course, Dex is numbingly full of guilt over Rita. And Deb shows up for the rescue, keeping all the cops and people away from Dex and Harrison. Yeah. But Dex does say, Rita's inside. It was me. Oh. Yeah. Very poor choice of words. Masuka and Quinn are going over the crime scene in the bathroom when Angel and Maria show up. But Maria is shaken and she just tells them what she said in the last episode. Pack it up. This is an FBI case. But this is one of our own. Not anymore, it's not. That's right. Yeah. And Angel defends her by saying, she's stressed. We've only been married for three hours. Give her a second. (laughs) What a hell of a way to spend your wedding day. Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. Well, fuck them because they didn't plan this. We spent a whole season with Dexter and Rita planning a wedding. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I hope they had a bad day. This is what happens when you make rash and brash, terrible decisions. Rash and brash. Rash and brash. Also, you are totally right about the timeline. Last episode, I was asking you, like, when exactly did Rita die? Mm -hmm. And Masuka said that she had been in the tub for about, like, 8 to 12 hours. Good Lord. And, and yeah, that that does match up for just, you know, Mm -hmm. like, she pretty much went straight back home. Yes. After getting dropped off at the airport. So, yeah. Good job, you. Oh, well, thank you. Back outside, everyone is watching the paramedics take Rita out, and Dex is having trouble seeing Harry. Oh, yeah. He's back to seeing Patrolman Harry, but he's, like, far away. 
And he's, you know, not yeah. being very vocal, which isn't a Harry trait. Harry's very vocal. That's the only thing he does. Right. Is tell you what you're doing wrong. But I liked it because it felt very Hulk from Infinity War. Oh. When Banner talks about trying to get the Hulk out. And he's like, either I can't or he won't, but there's just no ghost Harry here. Yeah, you're right. He just, he's, where is he? He's a ghost. He's gone. Yeah, full ghost. Yeah. Didn't know I could do that, did you, bitch? <laughs> I'm invisible. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm an actual ghost. I got ghost powers. What the fuck? Whoopi Goldberg's right here. <laughs> Remember from that old movie with the man that does the roadhouse? <laughs> anyway, Dex isn't sure what to do without Harry, and he sees the problem of the weeping forehead across the street, and he's like, "That forehead is so wet with tears, and my my husband face is so dry." Oh no! I Should know. be the opposite. Dex go and every forehead should be dry. That's right. <laughs> Dex goes to talk to the FBI who ask him about the, uh, hey, so that it was me line. Yeah. What's, uh, tell me about that. But Deb does her protective sister thing yes. and gets the FBI to back off a little bit. Yes. Later they show up at Deb's Dexter apartment and Deb tries to ask him about the it was me line and he's fairly unresponsive here too. Oh my goodness. He's just extremely silent, yeah. really trying to figure out what the fuck to do next. The next day, Quinn is showing Masuka and Batista Dex's 911 call, and Quinn keeps talking about how weird and monotone it is, and he's like, listen to this guy, he sounds like he's at work, this fucking weird nerd. Yeah, well, and I like Batista coming in, we're like, well, he's fuck. clearly in shock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's clearly going into scientist mode. And yeah. Yeah, so just Back off of him, Quinn. Well, Maria gets mad, and Quinn uh, makes the remark to Angel. Hold on, let me get in character. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. There it is. You should have taken her on a fucking honeymoon. Oh, shit. So it does confirm that everybody seems to know. Yeah. There wasn't much of an announcement, but hey, there it is. Masuka tells Quinn about Elliot Forehead, saying, I should have just kept my big mouth shut. I don't fucking get this. I don't either. We were talking about it the, the other episode ago. We're well, just like, yeah. no, well, Okay, so now we know why Masuka knew. I get that. Yes. That's the part I understand now. Masuka seeing the forehead kiss <laughs> is so that he can tell Quinn now. Yes. So I understand that. My question is, Masuka having any sort of guilt here is very odd. Because Dex even told Masuka, oh, I already knew that. Yeah. Rita told me. So... Exactly. Masuka being like, I should have shut my mouth. Is why. It's Yeah, I don't yeah. get it. And everyone is a bit distraught. There is a lot of survivor's guilt this episode, whether with oh. Masuka, obviously with Dex. LaGuerta gets a little bit in at the end yeah. as well. But yeah, anyway. Meanwhile, Dex gets a phone call from Paul's parents and the kids. And uh, yeah, Aster asks to talk to Rita. Dex gives an excuse, but he ultimately decides not to tell them yet, saying that he just wants them to have one more good day. Oh, so sad! Deb scheduled a meeting with the funeral director, and Dex is astounded at the funeral director's sincerity. Yeah! And also, I couldn't help but think of Six Feet Under, so... Oh, absolutely! <laughs> right? So... I watched it for the very first time during quarantine last year. And my God, this just shows 
exactly the depth of just how good of an actor Michael C. Hall is. He did that for years. He did that for years. And he was that very convincing, you know, straight-laced brother. He's acting! Just, acting! Acting! He's so good at it. Speaking of acting, they got a different Harrison. Yes, they did. Which is good. He's older and he's like an actual person a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So that's good. He's cute. His face has a little more personality than just baby face. Baby face. Yeah. They start going over funeral plans when Dex bails and Deb takes over because she's fucking killing it this episode. Oh, what an amazing support system she is. Yeah. Like, uh, we'll, 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 we'll get into, into it a little more later, but oh. Well, Dex takes a gander. Yes, a gander. Girl. At another funeral and he realizes he's not acting how Rita would have wanted him to be acting. Sure. You. This is a weird example, but everybody keeps bringing up the Elliot forehead kiss. Yeah. And there is a bit of Rita in that moment last season of who's very disappointed because Dexter is not reacting the way that she wants him to react, yeah. which is why when he punches that forehead in the middle of it, yeah. he Rita's like, ooh, I kind of like that. You know, yeah. it, it shows that more. And this is just another one of those moments of Dex just realizing, God, I suck. Like, I can't even grieve for her properly. Yeah. You know? Oh, my God. Breaks my heart. Well, look, what will heal that heart back together with an adorable flashback. Yay! Flashbacks! To a Dexter and Rita's first date. Oh, my goodness. I love how beautiful and radiant she is. Yes. And they try to get her to that, like, washed out, like, less makeup. Pale. Pale. Kind yep. of ratty hair. They tried so hard to rat up her Doesn't hair. Doesn't even work. Doesn't she, work at all. Julie Benz is a goddess, and they tried to make her mousy, and it didn't quite work, but I loved the effort. I also love how Dexter used the date as a cover for a kill, because of course he did. Of course he did. But it's the minute Rita says, how did you know about this place? It's so far out here. It's, again, very reminiscent of season four when Dex takes Arthur to that hotel cafe for his Comic-Con. Yes! And Arthur's like, what the fuck? You knew about the hotel cafe? Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's great. I'm going to go to Comic-Con real quick. I'll be right back. (laughs) That's how Michael C. Hall goes to every (laughs) Comic-Con. So I was thinking about that weather, Comic-Con, and Sunny Skies was there. Um, At a different Comic-Con, you had Henry Cavill, put on a Guy Fox mask oh, yeah. and walk around. I like to think that at the weather convention, Sunny Skies yeah. does that too. He puts on a Walter White mask yeah. or, or some sort of, you know, a V for Vendetta, whatever you want. And he'll just walk around freely like one of the normal people. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. So that he doesn't get flooded by all of the weather enthusiasts, right? <laughs> yeah, how dare you. I love how big of a nerd you are, but you're like, fuck weather nerds. <laughs> That's That's right. I draw the line at the weather nerds. You can really see why these two people would work well together. Sorry, not Sunny Skies and Dexter, but Dexter and Rita. Yeah. Because Dex's seemingly innocuous compliments are perfectly, they're exactly what Rita needs after Paul. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. Well, especially remembering that this must have been a few weeks at most after Paul had gone back to prison. That's right. And Aster had called the police, and uh, it's a different of, Cody. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. It was a whole oh, different time. Please. please. Oh, my goodness. Well, Dex realizes just 
fucking how much he lied to Rita. But Deb talks him back and is, starts going over all the funeral plans that she planned. Yeah. Oh, because she just took over completely. Yeah. Like picking up all of that slack. And that's huge. That's a lot. Yes. Deb has taken on a lot and it has been huge. Which gets us to Deb meeting Quinn at Dexter's house. <laughs> it's also tan. Oh my god! Not all of it. Not all of it. But, but okay, we're we're skipping ahead. The point is, uh, yes, Deb meets Quinn at Rita's Dexter house. I don't even know what to call it anymore. And they yeah. clean uh, the bathroom. Uh. We never see Arthur kill Rita, but the absolute mess. Of the blood fucking everywhere. Yeah. Really showcases the brutality of what must have happened. And it like honestly like legitimately breaks my heart. Yeah. It's one of those that again, I know this isn't real. I get it. But every once in a while I'm like, oh. Yes. Heart so clutch. My, <gasps> my question is, how much did Trinity tell her? Because if this looks like this was all over the place. Yeah. So I guess the question is, did Rita die denying Dexter's murderous accusations from Trinity's mouth? Or did she die scared and confused, not knowing what the fuck was going on? It's a fabulous question. I've been wondering that too. Mm -hmm. And I think knowing Rita, I very seriously doubt that she was very like, no, that can't be. No. I also think that seeing how Arthur was in the kill room, I do think that there would have been him that would have just been, it's already over, and just not conversing all that much. Speaking in his old man riddles. Yeah. He he loves to do that. He does. (laughs) How do they film cleaning montages? Because the only way I can think that they would film this is to have them, the two actors actually clean it. Right. And then you just edit it down. But that can't be, right? No, that can't be. So that's my question. (laughs) But Quinn consoles Deb and they have some kitchen humps because I think they saw Angel and Maria do it and thought, why not? Why not? It's working so well for them. Let's (laughs) all, let's just all fuck in this office. That's right. (laughs) You you two are partners. You guys get to go fuck. And you guys get to go fuck. Fucks all around. It's nice when two characters that don't really have a history of, of fucking, uh, when they start to, uh-huh. and one of the characters is like, why are you doing this so out of character? <laughs> and she's just like, I don't know, just, just shut up. Yeah, right. You're like, good writing. No. <laughs> of course, Deb is going through a lot. She needs this outlet. She's had a hell of a month. Oh, my That's God. Good. A hell of a couple of months. Yeah. Well, And I was even thinking while we were watching that, like, she lost Lundy not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Quinn lost Christine not that long ago. Yeah. And now Dexter lost Rita. Threesome! She's... Oh, no! No. No, that would but, be yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, of course she is just looking for some kind of compassion, but yeah. she is too scared to actually open herself up. Well, I do really like how Quinn admires Deb, and you can really just see how little he thinks of Dex, and that's lovely when... Deb is venting about how Dex is always the strong one. Yeah. And you can see Quinn fully, truthfully, and earnestly say, I've never found that. Like, you are the one. You yeah. are the one. And Quinn is a player. He's a lot. But, yeah. you know, he's, he's, got, he's, he's, he's in the right place. His heart is in the right place. Yes. Yes. He is a good detective. And he genuinely is empathetic. Yes. 
Okay, here we go. The Mickey Mouse Club shows up. Oh. And this scene is fucking gold. Dex has them sit down, then breaks the news to them. And I love the delivery of he's giving a spiel, he's giving a spiel, and he kind of ends it quickly and lamely with a, and he killed her. And they're all mad and confused. Dex says, I'm sorry for your loss, which is the wrong thing to say. It sets Aster off. She knocks the Mickey Mouse ears off and she goes outside, which I do have to say, wearing the Mickey Mouse ears during it was brilliant. So good. Also, the way that it's filmed, how Mm. it was only really on Dexter that whole time. While you're hearing Aster and Cody and the grandparents grieve, in question we are only looking at dexter with those goddamn mickey mouse ears i agree and it's brilliant it's just showing exactly how detached he is and just how yeah he doesn't know how to emote (laughs) he's trying but he just can't do it i do wonder if along the same lines if paul has been doing a mrs doubtfire this whole time (laughs) Oh my god. This kind of worked out perfectly for him. This is like in the motion picture Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, if Pierce Brosnan were to choke on that Cajun-y shrimp. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. This is like if that happened and then Mrs. Doubtfire is like, the kids are mine. <laughs> so he's he's going through a lot. Although there is another there is another scenario where Rita died and it's a bit more like the good place, and she gets there and her soulmate. And she's just like, what? And he's like, hey, I know. Can you believe it? I guess we're fucking soulmates. I made it to the good place. You and me. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's either Mrs. Doubtfire or they're good placing it. That's right. There's a whole nother show here. Oh, my God. (laughs) We get to outside where Aster is yelling at Dexter, asking where he was when Trinity killed Rita. And Dex kind of leans down to her and he's like, so funny story. I was stalking this guy for like three months. Then his secret sister killed my sister's Larry King. So then I had to kill him. But first, I had a Thanksgiving at their place and it was delicious but scary. Then things got a little confusing. But to answer your question, I think I was actually at the bad guy's home with the SWAT team around the time when she died. Why do you ask? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. What's going on? No. Aster, again, uh, she really does a great job for someone that they never replaced as an actor. Yeah. She is really doing it. And this is her season to get a few of those good, like, you're not my father. I hate you. Which yes. is fun. It can be fun. It's really good. And yeah, it, yeah, we've, we've definitely talked about it, how it's really hard to find good kid actors. Yes. And yeah, she, she already killed it throughout all of season four with her being a teenager. Yeah. And, and yeah. that transition. And then on top of that, this happens. Yeah, of course she fucking shouts to Dexter. I wish you were the one that was dead. Yep. Oh, we've heartbreak all, egg. We've all had a little kid on the street yell at that at us at some point. Just yeah, some, of course. I, I wish you were dead instead. I'm like, okay, just trying to pass through. But thank you. <laughs> She's dealing with some things. It's okay. We cut back to Rita's murder house, and Deb is freaking out a bit after humping Quinn. He has, as previously stated, (laughs) the whitest butt. Oh my god, his tan line. And of course his tan line is right on the crack. Yeah, it's there. 
Jesus Christ, Quinn. <laughs> I love him trying to say goodbye to Deb, and she like like by grabbing her head to bring her close, and she's like, "The fuck off!" I know. She, no, oh. and she bails pretty quickly. She is gold. When Quinn sees a forehead on the horizon, oh. <laughs> and questions him, revealing Dex was never around, but went punching crazy when he found out about the forehead kiss. Yep. Yep. Just, just the. Uh, yep. Just furthering that suspicion that Quinn already has about Dexter. Later that night, Deb shows up with dresses for Dex to pick out for Rita's funeral. And it turns out the kids are at a hotel with Paul's parents. Yeah. And what if Paul's parents, everything that Paul is dead in this scenario. But what if his parents were like the ones that influenced all of Paul? So we cut to the hotel and each kid is just covered in Toys R Us bags. Oh my God. And... You see Aster being like, I don't want to go to the circus. And they're like, well, everybody loves the circus. I don't, this worked on Paul. I don't understand (laughs) what happened here. Every ball of sunshine loves the circus. We all love the circus. (laughs) But yeah, Deb tells Dex that it wasn't his fault. But then Dex remembers all of season four and he feels really bad. He's like, no, maybe you're, oh no. I, yeah. And then I lied again and then again. And then there was the accident. Right. Wow, I've lied so much. So much. Yeah, it's Deb treating Dexter like it is survivor's guilt. Mm -hmm. And it's, there is an extra level there. Yep. There is a little bit of guilt, appropriate amount of guilt that Dexter is feeling and should be feeling. Well, we cut back to the flashback date. And I love the waitress pays them a compliment. And Rita makes the joke that she's like, I paid her to say that. Yeah. And Dex, really? It's, no, no, no it was I'm, a joke. I'm, uh, they're adorable together. <laughs> they're so cute. Well, Dex's kill leaves the restaurant. So Dex follows him to the parking lot. And I really like this M99 takedown because it was quick. It was in the parking lot, but it wasn't that quick. It was still like they had to show that it's season pre-season one Dexter. Yeah. So it takes him a little second to get him in the trunk. Yeah, right. Whereas I feel like now he could just do it in one motion. Just pop, pop, pop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Dex is confessing guilt to Harrison, thinking everyone would be better off without him, which gives him the idea. So the next day, Dex is deleting all of his shit. Everything that's anything, he's deleting. My question is, he's going through murderer's files that he may have killed or were going to kill. Sure. Why did he have them if he wasn't going to kill them? It's a good question. Like, why are you keeping... Stan Bowdry. He didn't kill Stan Bowdry. Why are you keeping... No, he did kill Stan Bowdry. Oh, he did kill Stan Bowdry. Yeah. Why are you keeping Stan Bowdry's file? I get that probably because of Trinity, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, and also, if you're going to delete everything, just clean out the whole computer. Oh, we'll get to that. I I, I have the note. We'll get to that. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Deb is going over all of the funeral plans, which feels a little crazy because the funeral, like... Are funerals usually two days after the murder? It's it's normally like, it, especially if it is an open casket, then yeah, it's like within the week. I don't understand open caskets. We've only been to one and it was once and it was for your family and it was weird. It was weird. I don't get open caskets. I'm, don't put them in the ground. Don't put them in there. Don't put them in there. Don't put them down there. Wait, what What are we quoting? We're quoting in South Park when oh, yeah. Butter's mom thinks he's, he's he died. <laughs> and it's at his funeral and Butter's mom is, don't put him down there. Don't put him down there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so sad. <laughs> and it's so desperate and 
dramatic and it's so funny and it shouldn't be. <laughs> well, as Deb is going over funeral plans, Dex is going over his own plan for disappearing. Deb talks about the eulogy and the FBI interview and is like, you got this right. And Dex totally, like, totally. Yeah, I super got it. Yeah. And then he gives one of those trademark winks into the camera like, nope. That's right. <laughs> it's going to be sad. <laughs> well, Dex tries to pawn Harrison off on Deb and they argue a bit about whether he is decent and good. And he's like, so if I die, like you got Harrison and you have that pause of uh, it's it's the question at the timing. Yeah. And you're just take the moment to go. <clears throat> well, Dexter, he needs you. Do you understand? Just yeah. so that we're all talking in riddles. Uh, don't do it. Don't do whatever it is you're thinking of doing. Right. Just don't do it. Jennifer Carpenter's acting. I mean, this whole, <laughs> the whole show, but yes. this, but this episode, you can see Deb tackle those thoughts in her head where she's like, I don't know what to do here. How do I handle this? And then you see her take a beat and yeah, Harrison is my blood. Of course I'll be there, but, but he needs you. Oh my God, it's and so we, good. We also get to, Deb goes in for a hug. And yeah. Dexter gives her the most intimate hug yeah. I've ever seen him give. It was clear that he hasn't been touched in the last like 36 hours yeah. since Rita died. Because it was just like, oh, and he just, hmm, and just like starts, you know, and it's really sweet. It's so good. Yeah, and Deb's reaction to it too. Like that's probably the biggest hug that she had received from him ever. Well, back at the precinct, Quinn goes to talk to Maria about Rita's forehead kiss. Maria appropriately asks, why? What the fuck are you getting at? And Quinn says that if this were a normal case, they would at least consider Dex being the one who did it. But I fucking love Quinn saying, what do you always say? 90% of the time, it's the husband every time. And I'm like, that's not her saying. That's Dokes saying. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That wasn't even, it was never hers. She just took it. She gave Quinn some advice on day one. Yeah. And was clearly still feeling the dokes because that happened a couple weeks earlier. All right. So she just didn't give him a credit. But good Lord. Right. Or maybe she couldn't give him credit because he's the Bay Harbor butcher now. That's it. And Quinn's like, I'm not taking that advice. (laughs) Why? Because it's from the guy with the bags in the ocean and the knives. Did you forget about the knives? So then LaGuardia's like, oh, this is my advice. And then you just see dokes in heaven going, nice. (laughs) Good for you, Maria. Carry on my wisdom, motherfucker. I miss him so much. Me too. I don't talk about him ever because it hurts. I really fucking miss dokes. Anyway, Maria gets a call. So Quinn leaves. But and it turns out Dex didn't show up to his FBI interview. Uh Maria calls Deb to tell her. And we catch, we catch up with Deb picking up funeral portraits. Yeah. And I would have loved how great it would have been if the other photos. So we see one and it's the family. Yeah. And then I would love if the other ones were um, a different Cody. Yes. Uh, maybe a photo that a pedophile took of Aster on a beach. I'm never letting this go. They had it on their fridge. They had it on their fridge. So why wouldn't it be at her funeral? But okay. Deb... Dex arrives home to find some random lady with Harrison. Deb leaves a voicemail for Dex. And yeah, Deb is having a really bad day yeah. and tells Dex off for being shitty. Yeah. But 
the cat lady can still hear her. I know. She's only like three feet this way. Right. And there's a thin Miami door there. That's right. So, uh, yeah, she's not really doing a good first impression with this lady. No, no. And it's Deb and she's pissed, so she's loud. (laughs) Dex talks to Rita's corpse at the funeral home. And my question is, are the bodies usually displayed so early at a different location unattended? I wouldn't think so. Okay, but maybe. Maybe he snuck in. That would have been fun if we, in the way that he snuck in to get his dad's ashes in season one. Oh, yeah. If he had snuck in to, like, say goodbye to Rita. Anyway. Yes. Also, he did pick out a dress, and it was the dress she wore on the first date. Yeah, it's very sweet. Oh, it's so sweet. Dex basically apologizes and leaves. Then he goes full Nick Fury from Winter Soldier and burns his storage container. Oh, yeah. That's the second time I've made that reference, but he actually did it this time. But he actually did it! He grabs some kill shirts, kill tools, and his blood box. And I again, the same way with Masuka. How we were like, why did this, what is happening here with this part? Why are you, what are you trying to tell me here? Yeah. And it turns out it's for Quinn. Yes. Right? Uh, in that same way, we see why they did the storage container instead of the shed. There it is. Because it wouldn't work symbolically if Dex burned a shed in his backyard two days after his wife was murdered in the bathtub. Yeah. And also with that forehead around, like, you're not going to avoid detection. No. The forehead is basically the eye of Sauron. That's right. But for that <laughs> suburbia. But yeah, no. So th- that makes sense. They, they realized early on what their plan was for Rita, what all this was. And you know there was a moment early on they're like, Okay, but then he burns the shed. And someone's like, he can't burn the shed. So they're like, all right, we give him a reason to lose it. We give him the storage container and we get a cool scene from the movie where he burns all his shit. There it is. Well, we cut to the slice of life in the water. And it's very reminiscent of the pilot. You got the music. It feels like you're starting over. And meanwhile, at Rita's funeral, Deb is setting up and repeatedly calling Dex. Now, this is the moment that you had talked about with the computer. Same thing here. This is how I knew Dexter wasn't serious. In this TV show, yes. if you are on a boat and you get a call and you're escaping or leaving, you throw it and you feel good and then you put your hands on the helm and you continue doing your pirating. Right, and you yeah. ride off into the sunset. No. You're right. Dex ignored it and he set his phone down and immediately I'm like, you're not going to pay your phone plan if you're on the run. No, you're so not. So you're, I know you're coming back. Yep, there it is. Well, Dex continues his flashback. Uh, Rita calls him as he's disposing the body on the boat. Oh, yeah. And Rita is like, hey, so I have two kids, Cody and Aster. Aster is nine, and she's a beautiful young girl. Cody is fine, but we're hoping to have him replaced with a better actor in the next few months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Years, maybe. (laughs) That's a big waiting list. (laughs) That kid from Iron Man 3, he was supposed to be ours, but they took that Moppet kid and gave him to... Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> and then Chris Pratt in that dinosaur movie. That's right. <laughs> Dino DNA. Rita tells Dex that he makes her feel good and maybe things could be different. Yeah. Which is really adorable from, again, given where she's at. Seriously. However, Dex responds, so do you. Make me feel that way, too, I mean. <laughs> and he got a little Michael Scotty yeah. there with the... The delivery, but adorable. It's so cute. Oh, my God. They have a sweet little moment, and I believe that this is a series wrap on Julie Benz. 
I think you're right. I think that that's the last time we see her. And I, I, I am, and it's with a proper goodbye. Yes, I'm very happy we got a proper send-off because, yeah, she deserves she, it. She totally did. Ugh. Well, Dex's sad boat time adventure comes to an end when he needs to get gas. So he chooses the gas station from Cabin in the Woods with the Harbinger. Hey! That's so good! Because it's the creepiest gas station I've ever seen. The creepiest! Although the Harbinger is nowhere to be found, inside... Dex meets a very nice young man who needs to take a tinkle, mm-hmm. and Dex follows him to the bathroom. This guy gets really mad at Dex when he comes into the restroom, but this isn't a single-person restroom. Yeah. Like, it's like big there, enough. Yeah. The, there are stalls and urinals. Yeah. So it was kind of funny that immediately he's like, hey, get out of here. But Dex picks up the bathroom key, which is attached to some sort of, I'm guessing, sexy boat tool. Yeah, or like a fishing thing or yeah, something. Yeah, just the thing and it does the thing. No, <laughs> we're, it, we're yeah. not boat people. We don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, they took a thing from the outside. Yeah. And then he stuck it in the guy's inside. Oh, yes, he did. After Dex tells him that his wife died and it was his fault. And the guy's like, your wife can suck my dick. Yeah. So, yeah, he stabs him brutally and wonderfully. And we just don't get a lot of spontaneous kills like this. No, we don't. I, the last time I felt like this. I think was Paul in the kitchen with a pan. Yes! Not to go too clue there with my reveal. (laughs) But, yeah, no, I love that spontaneous shit. Dex goes to the mirror, and he sees Ghost Harry, who's back visibility now? Yes! Harry also liked the spontaneous kill, because he even said, like, that was the most human thing you've ever done, Dexter. He's acting human again, so Ghost Harry's like, yeah, I can come over. He encourages Dex to show what he's feeling, and what he and we get the best fucking wine scream, just wounded animal in oh the forest. My God, Ooh, I love it. It's visceral. Yes, it's it's just it is so dark, and there's something so real about it. You know? Yeah, I'm not afraid of anything from Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm a man, and I'm not afraid of house elves. I'm not afraid of <laughs> eagle uh, horses. No, that's I, good. I, I got this. Okay. Yeah. However. Uh-huh. That is the type of sound that you would hear from the Forbidden Forest. Oh yeah! <laughs> and you would like sit back down. You'd be uh, like, yeah. well, let's not let's not do that. I yeah. agree with you. Voldemort's out of unicorn blood or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> so then Ghost Harry gets a huge moment, which is weird because I want to give Ghost Harry character development points, oh, but yeah? he's either dead or technically Dexter. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to do that. But all last season. He's like, your family sucks. They're slowing you down. Everything's the worst. You got to get away from them. And he does a great heel turn with you're not better off without them. And they're not better off without you. You have to go back. And it felt very Lion King with Mufasa telling Simba he has to go back. Yes. Remember. Yeah. I don't want to go back there. She died because of me. (laughs) That's really good. Just remember. You are. Yes. But, oh my God, that scene made me tear up. She lives in you. Okay, that's she my last She lives one. in you. But yes, no, it was, it, again, all the joking aside, this is a really sad episode. And I don't realize how much I like Rita until here and how much she means to me, the, the, the show. And the first time I watched this, Rita was just the annoying partner. Sure. Because I was young and whatever, right? And yeah. Now watching it and being married and she's so much better as a wife than anything that you oh. could do. 
And yeah. No, you're not supposed to agree. Wait. Oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> Anything I could do? There you go. Me? You bitch. <laughs> I sure. thought you were just the proverbial you. Nope. Ah, not the you. proverbial you. 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 Well, meanwhile, at Rita's funeral, everyone is waiting on decks. So Angel and Maria hash out whatever, like, it's not a B plot. It's like an E plot or an F plot. <laughs> like, I forgot this was a thing until they're like, can we talk about this, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, was that real? I thought that was just you being married. But yeah, they <laughs> hash it out. And it turns out that LaGuerta is basically scared and confused. Yeah. There's a tiny bit of guilt thinking that maybe Dex was at their wedding when Rita was murdered, which is likely. That's not unlikely. It's, it's very possible. Yeah. Angel reminds her that we're all freaking out, and Quinn is complaining to Deb about Dex's punctuality, and Quinn is about to tell Deb about the forehead kiss, and they set it up as some sort of reveal. But yeah. I don't even know what he's meaning when he goes to LaGuerta, and he's like, well, what about this? And I'm like, you really think he murdered his wife over, like, a peck. Right? Even just a kiss. Even if it was like, an open-mouthed kiss, as you would say. <laughs> You're very fond of saying yeah. open-mouth kissing. That's right. It's Yeah, like, what What are you expecting their reaction to be? Yeah. Like, oh, you're right, it's Dexter, let's go get him. No, I don't, I don't think that we're going to get into this, really, but I would like it if someone was like, hey, Quinn, I love you, but you've been here for two years. Like, shut up. Yeah. Just, Dexter's our boy. Seriously, like, maybe you don't fully understand him like we do, but fuck off, there's no way in hell Dexter would do that to Rita. Well, Dex pulls up. And he, you Googleizes Rita, which is reminiscent of his proposal, talking about how Rita made him human and how she's just the best. Oh, he, it's so sweet. Again, the tears. The tears. <sighs> and he talks about how he needs to stay here for Rita and be around the people that loved her so that they can celebrate her. And, and heal exactly, together. 100%. And that's the episode. And that's it. it oh, very tender, very sweet and emotional episode. Yeah, this definitely felt like the last uh, 20 minutes of the episode that we didn't get. Like, they had to end it where they ended it yes. because of the finale and everything. And this really does feel like an extension of season four in a way that, yeah, the next episode is a lot of, uh, it feels like, a, all right, now get up. We have a season to do. Yeah, that's right. And Dexter's right. like, oh, I don't, what? I don't, don't want to do that. Like, I rat- just went to my wife's funeral. Yeah. Dex is acting like Ratcatcher 2 ah! in Suicide Squad. Sorry. The Suicide Squad. Yes. So, please specify. Topical. <laughs> yes, very good. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that's the thing. I do have one spoiler thing to go over. Okay, great. Well, then before we get into that, guys, thank you so much for listening and supporting us. We really appreciate that so much. Um, if you do not want to get spoiled at all, we encourage you to jump off now. But if you would like to contact us, our email address is tilldeathdoeswatch at gmail.com. And you can also find us on the socials. Reach out, chat with us. That'd be super duper cool. But if you are sticking around for a little spoiler rooney, sh- shut up. Dexter, Dexter Secrets. So the first Dexter Secret spoiler section we did, I did the stupid thing and immediately was like, Rita dies, right? <laughs> I'm 99% sure I edited that out because I hated it. Oh, really? Okay. But 
Yeah, when you were going over, if you don't want to be spoiled, there was a part of me that was like, what is left to be spoiled? I know. Not, not in a bad way. No, it's just there's, you got Deb finding out, you have Deb uh, dying, you have Deb LaGuerta. Yeah. You do have a few things, but they're not this at all. No, yeah. no, like when, yeah, when, when, really when we're talking about Dexter spoilers, it's that Rita dies. Yes. Like, so it's it, kind of funny to do this now. I know, right? But I'm kind of getting really annoyed here with how wonderful season four was and how they addressed so many things and the first ending of the show seems to spit in the face of all of that. And with Trinity, again, with the whole point of season four being like, okay, so what do I do? Do I do I leave, fake my death? get out of here yeah. and Trinity's like no that wouldn't work because you're still you it'll still happen you don't get it yeah so then of course he doesn't know about Rita Rita dies he goes through all of this tries to do it again realizes at the end of the episode no this is not correct this isn't what I'm supposed to do but this whole episode is exactly what he does in season eight he tries to pass Harrison off to another woman because yep. he's like I'm not fit he needs a mother because I have mommy issues. Yes. And then he's like, I'm going to go away forever. And like, it's just so bizarre that at the time we knew about the original ending and we didn't know what they were going to do. Yeah. But we were also so focused on season eight that I didn't see all of the times they like held a sign that said, we shouldn't do this. We shouldn't uh, kill him and have him start over and do all these things. Yeah. But then they do it. And it, it feels like if, like, Smallville ended with Clark Kent becoming Robin. And you're like, oh. okay, I kind of thought the whole show was, like, Superman. Right. And Robin's fine, but that's not what we wanted. And, you know, it's just a weird, bizarre thing. Yeah. And then that season nine's coming out, and they're like, what if he becomes Superman? And you're like, well, that's Why? what I thought. Yeah. But- Why didn't you give that to us the first time around? It's just bizarre how many times they're telling Dexter needs to realize, like, he learned this lesson already. Right. So many times. Yeah, it's like he keeps forgetting. Because the writers get lazy. That's it. And they don't know how to end it. You could have done anything. Yeah. You could have done anything. And and I think that just the ending they had was, it spits in the face of the John Lithgow. It it spits in, which is, I love that, uh, (laughs) I love that term. It spits (laughs) in the face of the John Lithgow. It seriously does, though. You're yeah. totally right. It's We have all of this character development. We have all of this, yeah, just, just all of the show where mm-hmm. we are seeing how much he's growing and how much he's being humanized. And then, yeah, they just I've, immediately throw it away. You know, obviously TV shows are rife full of good endings and bad endings. But yes. it is bizarre to me that you would know what not to do so much that you talk about it a lot and then you even have your character try it yes. to, to prove this doesn't work. It's bizarre to me when you do have these characters that you build up and uh, whether this or Game of Thrones and you you, oh. you you have it. It's there. You just need to do it. We don't really even care. It's kind of yeah. like Force Awakens. When Force Awakens came out, we all liked it because like no one really gave a shit. It's like, it's fun. It's Star Wars. Let's have fun. Yes. And, well, and it's also like, Chapter one of yeah. a three-chapter story. Yeah, so so we're like, yeah, it's a good setup. Exactly. And now that you kind of look back on it, personally, I think Rise of Skywalker does tarnish Force Awakens a little bit. Agreed. But 
it is one of those that when it comes to an ending of a show, it just <laughs> don't go against what the characters would do. Yes. So, yeah, I'm very curious to see if this therapy session that we're doing here of going through seasons five through eight helps or if it really is just we get to the end of the day and we're like yeah they weren't good i i'm glad we went through them because the podcast and we had fun but like yeah and there are still all of these nuggets of good in the in the four seasons that we are that we just started yeah but yeah i'm really curious too and i'm really curious what kind of outlook on dexter as a whole what what that outlook is going to be when we go into season nine. Point is, let's, yeah. let's wrap it up. Okay, yeah. Um, woof, yeah. Lots of things to think about, and we are just really excited to keep talking and keep delving into this. So thank you for joining us in this journey. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you tomorrow as we talk about episode two of season five. Yeah. So we're we're in it. Let's do it. Woo! Yay! So thank you. We'll see you then. I'll see you in hell, Rita. Oh no! (laughs) Hey, look who's here! It's you're in hell with me. No, Paul. Get out of here. No, we're soulmates. It's the good place one that we talked about early in the episode.